Oh, oh, you want me to talk now? Yeah, I do. <laughs> hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to episode, what is it, 45, 46? 46. 46. That means we're, we're, uh, we're not too far away. Not too far away from, well, 52, and that'll make a whole year. That will. That will. <clears throat> it's going to be crazy. Um, you know, a lot of people were saying that there was no way in hell we could keep up the weekly podcast grind. There's a lot of people that were telling us that we couldn't do it, and here we are. We're still rolling. <laughs> yes. Yes, we are. Amazingly. I mean, um, you know, we knew all the along. No, actually, yeah. we're, we're actually a few episodes ahead. So, um, you know, we, we're on 46 now, but that doesn't mean that six weeks we actually hit a year. We just have recorded a year's worth. So, you know, we're moving ahead because uh, my birthday marks a year. At least that was the day you asked me out. That was, that was. And look at the beautiful, beautiful things that I have exposed you to. Since Sorry, Monkey was asking if he could uh, say hello. Next time. Next time. Next we time. Some, we have some serious, serious things to discuss tonight, just like we always do every time we record one of these damn episodes. We talk about something serious? All the time. Are you kidding me? This is a very serious podcast. Very serious. Everything that we do is to be taken seriously. And literally, or not. Oh, no. Take everything we say literally. Just everything. And, uh, <laughs> well, you'll be in jail, actually. So just <laughs> keep that in mind. If you're lucky. Yeah, if you're lucky. So uh, oh, uh, shit. I've got my beer. It's a draft to kill. Monday Night Brewing. See, we can insert a commercial for you if you sponsor us. Sponsor us. Sponsor us. I'm having way too much fun with taking pictures of me drinking a beer on the podcast and then just adding the hashtag sponsor us when I say who it is. And and sometimes they like, and then they laugh and tell me no. Eventually they'll give in. (laughs) We just got to do it enough to where everybody's saying, hey, sponsor them. (laughs) All right, so we do have some serious things to talk about. We don't have a guest tonight. It uh, it is kind of our uh, banter. Um, yeah. And to be honest with you folks, like, we both just dropped the ball looking for a guest this week. Uh, just busy, busy, busy at work, and I know Nick has been too, so we decided to say, fuck it, we're just going to do this by I, ourselves. I've got a guest in mind. I've, got a, I've just got to reach out to them, but... I figured this week kind of, kind of, you know, works out as you know. It's just before it gets too crazy for the holidays and whatnot. It gives us a chance to sit down and talk about some, uh, some housekeeping things or you know whatnot. It's also coming up. It is December. Everyone else is talking about their, um, their I don't know favorite things of the year or you know how they're going to be a better person. Fuck you, people. It'll be the same goddamn cunt I have been. <laughs> your resolutions are <laughs> be as bad if not worse cheers <laughs> um so 
Yeah, no, um, you know, so I figured, you know, it was today would just be that good day to do it. Um, actually, hopefully the person I have in mind, he's a, um, he's a local sculpt. I, I don't even know if he sculpts, but he's got a miniatures line. He's actually got several and you know, whatnot. So, uh, I'm, I plan on talking to him and inviting him onto the podcast. So we'll, uh, we'll see how that one works out. Once I write the email, <laughs> you better get on that. Uh, better, especially if I want them next week. Yeah, so we got to get that planning. But anyway, that's that's not something we're going to discuss while we're sitting here talking <laughs> with these fine, highly intelligent, highly discerning listeners that we have out there. Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we love you. We really do. <laughs> we do. We just like busting balls. So, yeah, I guess, uh, let's see here, what to cover first? Probably the fact that uh, Skirmish Supremacy GT in February has unfortunately bit the big one. Yep. Um, It was supposed to be a Kings of War Masters event, and unfortunately there was some logistics that kind of happened between some mix-ups at the hotel about the uh, play space size and everything else that... uh, we just we we couldn't resolve, and because of that, uh, the you know the masters kind of being its own entity decided that they were going to take things and move it to Nashville, which I totally understand and I totally respect. Um, we're still going to be doing whatever we can to help them out on that end, um, but as far as us hosting it here in the Atlanta area, it's just not going to happen this year, which is what it is. Yeah, unfortunately, um, but we. Uh... That's not the end of it. We're not we're not giving up on it. Yeah, absolutely not. Um, you know, I know that we said going back a few episodes now, I don't even remember what ep- episode numbers, but uh we you know, we did say that with the whole skirmish supremacy GT, the idea was to actually have like two of these, if you want to call them mini conventions a year. Uh so yes, February is not happening. However, we're still gonna be shooting for September. And uh we're actually gonna be we, we discussed moving it towards a different format on our first one. And uh, Nick, why don't you go ahead and uh, talk a little bit about some of that that we've discussed. Um, so right now, you know, what what we've discussed, I mean, you know, and we, we've got around a little bit, you know, because we want to have, we want to have events. We want to have it fun. But since we focus on indies, we, we kind of want to celebrate the indies and, uh, you know, get them out there. So, you know, we're, we're going to start throwing it out there that, you know, anyone that has an indie game that, you know, can get their butts out to uh, Atlanta, you know, we'll, we'll find a space for them so that they can show their game off and, you know, let, let everyone else see it. I know that exactly. there's, I know that there's a lot of people looking to set up their uh, 2017 schedules. So we will, uh, we'll have to pester them. Yes, and that will go for anybody who has been on the podcast previously. Uh, obviously, you know, you, you all know who they are at this point. Um, we have them on here quite frequently. We like having them on here. Um, anybody that we have talked to in the past about any of their games, it's an open invite to come out to this. We're still coming up with the title. I guess we've just been kind of dubbing it IndieCon. I don't know why, but, you know, <laughs> it, it just kind of fits right now. 
Um, we don't really have a format in place. We're still reaching out to people, uh, mainly because we just started discussing it. Uh, what was it, Friday? Yeah. Yeah. So, again, this is a very, very new concept. So it's not exactly like we have everything planned out by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> and that's why but Tim tried to get me to talk about it first. <laughs> you notice and, uh, he, he, he took the minute to get his thoughts in order. He's like, yeah, Nick, you, you say what it is. You go ahead and fuck this right up. I'll come back <laughs> behind you and make this all sound good. No, um, <laughs> but in all seriousness, we just decided that, you know what, we're going to go ahead and take this the direction that we want to take it. Um. You know, for the most part, with our February event, yes, it was going to host the Kings of War Masters, um, but we were also looking at some of the other major, more well-known games out there, like running a War Machine tournament upside it, or like a Warhammer 40k Kill Team tournament, or something along those lines, and it's just, it's not what we do here on the podcast. You know, yes, we talk about those games, yes, we still play those games, yes, we're fans of all those, like, big major company games, but we do focus a lot on the smaller indie guys that are still up and coming. So we, we really want to cater to them. And, you know, after discussing it, we want our first event to be about them. So yeah, that's kind of why we've decided on that. But uh, yeah, now we got to start on the logistics of it all. <laughs> Which means trying to find a place. Right. So consider this podcast for those of you that are listening, that are also previous guests. As an open invitation, and yes, we'll be reaching out to you soon. We're coming for you. <laughs> we know where you live. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Now you're getting creepy. What? All I'm saying is that one of us might dress up as Santa and come down a chimney or, you know, do a little B&E. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, one of us has a beard. So they just got to dye it white. The other one, well, you know, there's wig shops for a reason. <laughs> you can be my elf. It's okay. <laughs> and I really don't have to do much to dye this white. I'm sorry. Actually, Santa's probably jealous of me. It's, it's pretty, pretty, pretty snow white already. There you go. So yeah, that was uh, the first. Uh, I I don't wouldn't even really call it big news, but it's news that we ha- kind of have to get out of the way. And <laughs> it, you know, it is. It's it's actually the most depressing news because. We've been working on this. We've been, you know, trying to get everything organized and together. And it just, it, it really did feel like every time we turned around, there was just something kicking us, you know. Every we, damn time. You know, we, we found a, you know, nice venue right right where we wanted, you know, price and everything, you know. was was going to be awesome. And then, the, you know, when we actually looked at how big it was, it was like, this isn't even half the size you told us. Yeah, there was that. Um, that that was probably the biggest kick in the nuts out of everything that we had going on. Was uh, so the way that it all happened is I went in and I looked at the the initial rooms and I took pictures of one of the meeting rooms we were supposed to have. And uh, what the hotel told me is that they had a combined meeting room space, and we would get all of it that came to roughly two thousand one hundred and fifty square feet which would be more than enough for the Kings of War event, plus like some extra setup for board games and whatnot. And come to find out that it was actually 1,250 square feet, not 2,150. So that right there was, it left us very last minute scrambling to find something to work with. And, uh, you know, we even, 
kind of batted around the idea of holding it at my work at PSI because we have a big conference room. But unfortunately, that time of year, we do have a lot of our vendors coming in for different meetings. So I couldn't, by any rights, go to the, the owner of the company and say, hey, don't schedule anything on this weekend. I'm going to be using your facility for my own personal needs. That's how I'd get fired. But, uh, you know, so, you know I, I did reach out to them. I, I did ask just because we were scrambling and we talked about it quite a bit, but unfortunately it just, it wasn't in the cards. So is what it is. Uh, the Masters is now going to be held in Nashville. It is still going to follow the same format that it has. Um, the top eight players from each region will be attending the Masters event and it's by invitation only. So there will be no uh, walk-in games. So that's uh, kind of the big thing about what's going on with uh, with everything that, uh, with uh, the Masters. So, yeah, February uh, event is right out. However, I guess for other kind of immediate convention news is I actually am hoping to attend Adepticon this next year. And I talked to Nick a little bit about it, but we're still trying to get all that worked out. Um, ultimately, for me, yes, there's a little bit of a, a gain behind it. it. Yes, I would be there representing server supremacy, but I am hoping at that point to have a printed, playable version of Thantis the Dark Blowout to sell there at the convention. So um, it, it, it's still up in the air as to whether or not that's going to happen. I'm still waiting on a few assets to get into me for everything to go into print. Um, I know a lot of you are saying, Tim, there's no way in hell you'll get it done by then but uh, I am printing it domestically uh, just because it, this is going to be a very small print run. It is going to be print on demand. So I'm not looking at printing 5,000, you know, copies of the book in China, having it shipped over here and then having it sit in a warehouse and only selling 20 at the Depticon. That's just not going to happen. So I'm, I'm just doing a print on demand here in America, which at that point usually only takes a couple of weeks. So as long as I can get them the files by the end of February, I'll have them within enough time for Adepticon, which is at the end of March. So uh, that is all in the works right now. Uh, for those of you that have been involved in the Morpheus Engine playtest, you'll see that I have all the documents up for Thantis now for everybody to use. And yes, I will also be uh, playtesting it again at Reformation Brewery, sponsor us this uh, next Tuesday <laughs> night, and uh, they'll get a chance to play the, the full version of the game. So right now, like any project, I know we talked about it a little bit last week with Benson, like the, the biggest pain in the ass at this point is the art and the writing assets. Yep. I can't draw good, so sorry. Can't help you there. I've offered to write something, but uh, you skipped right over that one. You're like, yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that one later. And that was like <laughs> six months ago. This week I haven't talked to anybody shit about like, doing any more writing, so... I'm I'm playing. <laughs> so yeah, it's just it's a hectic time of year with work, but uh, you know the project is coming along. Rules wise, um, aside from a couple minor tweaks, it's ready to roll. It, it, I, I couldn't be happier with it right now. So, uh, but again, I always listen to feedback from people. So if somebody comes to me and says, "Hey Tim, this sucks," and here's why, I'll listen. Um, you know, now that doesn't mean that I'm going to change it just because you, you're one person that said it. But if, you know, more people come together and kind of agree on it, then yes, things can be tweaked. And I am a, a firm believer in listening to a community on a game, especially when it's a small project. So, uh, yeah, I do plan on being an Adepticon this next year. 
Uh, plan right now is actually to be helping out Austin over at the Death Ray Designs booth and just kind of tooling around with a lot of the indie guys that I know will be going to the event. Patrick Keith, I know you'll be there, buddy. Um, Corey from the Witchborn, he'll be there just meeting up with everybody and probably, you know, more than likely that's going to be a weekend just full of podcast, 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 podcast. And uh, yeah, just, just knocking a bunch of stuff out. So hopefully Nick can go. I know right now a lot of it kind of comes down to work, but if Nick can't, then I'll definitely be there. So nice of you to join us again. I know. It's so nice to join again. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. My um, one upstairs and all the lights on my router stopped or uh, my modem were uh, no longer blinky blinky. All right, then. So I um, unplugged it and power cycled it, and now the lights are blinky blinky again. Well, good, good. So as far as Adepticon goes, do you think you're going or not? Are going to try to go? Um, I don't know. I'm going to have to look because, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's, uh, end of February, right? No. End of March. End of March. Yeah. I was thinking our stuff at end of February. Um, I will have to look. I, uh, I actually have an interesting quandary that, uh, I may or may not have to, uh, uh, relocate. Uh, in the near future. I haven't really mentioned this to anyone, and it's nothing set in stone yet, but um, it involves um, possibly a bunch more money and a kangaroo, so. Fantastic. So no longer being in uh, Georgia? No, actually in Georgia, just two hours east. So how the fuck would that involve a kangaroo? Um, Because I I told them when they... um, after the 10th email through different channels to me, just to try and get me to say hi to them, I gave them, you know, not, not a list of demands or requirements, but I, I did say that, um, you know, the salary would be exorbitant. I've won a lot of time off in a kangaroo. And when they said that, you know, we can work on some of those things, I told them that the kangaroo was non-negotiable. So we'll see what happens. So we'll see what happens. If you if you see me start recording the podcast and there's a kangaroo there, you know. Well, that just means we have a mascot. Exactly. Now, you know, as it stands right now, I like it right where I'm at. I like what I'm doing right now. So I'm, I'm not really looking to leave or move. But, you know, if the numbers work out right, I mean. Well, and they got a kangaroo in it for you, so. And, and a kangaroo. And we all know that I've got a habit that I need to support. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but yeah, I haven't really said much to anyone because I, I really only started talking to them a few days ago and, and whatnot. So, but it, it has changed my um, forecasting on things. Well, that definitely does change things. But uh, yeah, so. Adepticon is a maybe for you. So Adepticon is a maybe. I would love to go. I do know that much. Nice, nice. So of, course, kinda... of course, if we're going to go to Adepticon, we, we definitely need shirts made. Yes. Really, really need to get that one happening. Actually, even if we aren't going to Adepticon, we need to get shirts made. We do. Um, we've got our street team that we need to get shirts made out to, and... Uh, I know that we did talk about having them as offerings for people that actually listen and respond to the podcast. 
since apparently a lot of people believe that you listen to a podcast and don't don't actually talk to the people <laughs> that are entertaining you every week. Instead, you just don't say anything after we ask you to leave us comments and questions and things like that. You choose not to do it. <laughs> Tim's not mad at all, nor upset, hurt, nothing. No, not not at all. No, not no. Not it's mad. more along the lines of it just sucks that nowadays, in order for you know anybody to recognize that you have a podcast, that people can't just like it and listen. They have to make comments and do all this other stuff that in modern day technology, people have a hard time even hitting a like button on Facebook. So <laughs> I, I don't know it, what you want me to say on that. It, it It is a lot of work. And uh, you know what, though? I have noticed, I mean, lately, you know, it's more and more. It's it's small, it's incremental, but more and more there's people going, hey, there's that podcast over there. Or, hey, you know, these pe- this podcast is cool. You know, I see it a little bit by a little bit. It's, you know, nothing grand and great yet, but, you know, it, it does feel a little bit nice when, you know, it's when you see something pop up that, you know, is somebody mentioning us or, you know, actually posting an episode and someone saying, hey, I've been waiting for you to get to this. That, that's happened a couple times now, and, and that one's been, like, that one's been really cool to me. It's, it's like, oh, I'm glad. Is there anything else? You know, I mean, you know, now that I've got you engaged a little bit, you know, so we have people that are out there and listening and uh, expecting our content, so... I don't know if they're expecting higher quality content, but this is what they're getting. So, uh, at deal with forty six episodes in, <laughs> at forty six episodes in, if they're expecting more from us than what they're already getting, I mean, I need some of the drugs you're on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I mean, we've talked about depressing stuff with the new year, and um, wah, wah. That, that you know, our our February event is. Uh, going going to not happen. And then we have the good stuff to talk about, about, you know, IndyCon or whatever name we're going to come up with it. Working so, title, but right now it's stuck. Yeah, yeah, right now it's it's been the easiest thing to refer to it. Um, you know, maybe we'll call it the Indie Jamboree just to, you know, change things up. <laughs> you know, that sounds like fun. Indie Jamboree. Got to be careful where we market that, though, because I have a feeling that we're going to get some people showing up that uh, we didn't really want in the first place. <laughs> we aren't that far from from Tennessee. I mean, so we yeah. might get we we might get uh, you know live bands for free. You know, hey, look at that. You know, don't don't look at it as a negative. Just look at the positive side. Even if no one does like the music, you know, some doing well, yeah, there is that. You know, we just got to be careful. We can't really being located so close to Atlanta and yet so close to Tennessee. We can't really call it an indie hoedown either. That will give so many different spectrums and a lot of legal battles that I just don't want to get involved in. Oh, God. That mashup just ran through my head. Oh, that's a scary thing. (laughs) All right. That's that's the day day one we open the doors. We go, we fucked up. <laughs> Told you it should have been indie jamboree. <laughs> oh, oh man! All right, so you know what else do we have planned for the new year? Uh, I mean, we've thrown out a lot of plans and we've thrown out some of our deadlines and all that. So, 
Well, obviously we keep talking more and more and more about recording and that is still going to happen. Um, right now we did make our painting schedule. Um, I've been slowly working away at it slowly. My big thing right now, my big project is them chipping away at a lot of the terrain that we're going to be using. So um, just because of the fact that like the filming is either going to happen, you know, the bulk of it, I should say between Nick's house and my house. So making sure that Nick's terrain is painted for when we play over there and making sure my terrain is painted for when we play over here. I just so happen right now to have a surplus of a lot of terrain that I just, I need to finish. So it's not that I'm not focusing on miniatures at the moment. It's just in order to, in order for me to feel better about the recording coming up at the beginning of this next year, um, having, having all the terrain done. So that way when we record, it's just a matter of like, okay, what are we recording this week? Cool. I can pull out the terrain, you know, almost day of, and not have it be an issue. So for me right now, knocking out my terrain is, is huge. Yeah. Uh, I have slowly been chipping away at terrain. I've actually got to, got to go through and do a lot of painting on some of it. Um, even if it's just some basic levels of painting and I've slowly been chipping away at miniatures, not necessarily all the miniatures that I should be chipping away at. Some of those are staring at me from a shelf and then I go, but this guy's, Fun. I like this guy. <laughs> There's one in particular that we uh, need to make sure that we're staying on top of. We do. We do. Um, he's hiding right now from me, so, you know, I put a coffee cup in front of him earlier. <laughs> so what I'm but, hearing is you haven't even started past Prime. Uh, no, I haven't. I haven't. Uh, I'm glad we agreed to a month. Yeah. Yeah, because, I, I have a feeling you're going to need it. Uh, I, I I definitely am, and actually, I'm also in a uh, in a miniatures uh, secret Santa exchange, and I think I'm gonna you know paint him up you know really nicely, put you know do do you know the base and all that. We're gonna take our pictures, and then I'm gonna put them in a box and send them in the mail. All right then. Um, because I think he's, he's going to be my big project and I, I don't know if I will have a chance to do another one or even have anything that's kind of, you know, secret Santa, you know, coolish other than him and what I have now imagined for his kind of scenic diorama base since we agreed to do that. Yes, we did. So awesome. Well, you know, at least you got plans for him as long as you get them done in I time do. for Christmas. Uh, I should. <laughs> good, and, good. I've got paint on mine. I'm, uh, I'm starting, I got the, all the base coat down, uh, and uh, I'm starting on the highlights and shading and all that good stuff. So nice. You know, if nothing else, I'm supposed to be in Texas, you know, over Christmas weekend. You know, it's going to be a slightly long weekend for me. So, uh, you know, I'll, I'll bring stuff and I'll paint them while I'm in Texas. There you go. Because I'll be able to hide from the in-laws. I've got to paint this. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I know that uh, we keep talking about recording. We keep beating that horse to death. But, uh, you know, just... We, it is happening. Um, one of the other things that we've been talking about too, and this is actually fairly new 
since uh, the last time we talked is we're actually going to be doing, at least we're hoping, an every other week live streaming of role-playing uh, via using the Roll20 system online. So we've actually got a couple other people that will be joining us for that. And mm-hmm. um, uh, that's probably going to be an every other Friday night thing. Uh, we're still kind of discussing about the whole uh, use of Patreon and all that, you know, Again, we're not doing this in any way, shape, or form to make a profit. Um, we've stated that from the beginning. Like, this is not a podcast that we're doing this to make money. Um, any money that we would make come sponsors, such as Monday Night Brewing or Reformation Brewery, or uh, you know, <laughs> or, any, or Patreon or anything like that, is just a is simply a better show for everybody to enjoy. That is it. That is all it will ever be. We both enjoy our day jobs. We're not quitting our day jobs. And I'm fairly certain that if we start like broadcasting and commercializing this thing, everybody would start hating this podcast. So we definitely don't want to take it that route. But yeah, actually, it's still something that's in the air. Actually, one of those one of those neat things that you know got pinged on the other day on Twitter, and you know somebody uh, you know said, "Hey, this is a good podcast that doesn't have advertising in it." Um, you know, so it was kind of nice to see that you know that it kind of was bad as you know. I keep trying to get a beer company to uh, sponsor us, but that or Maker's Mark. Or, so yeah, or Maker's Mark. Maker's Mark is a great one. I'd yeah. even take Woodward Reserve. Yeah, any of those, you know. And really, they don't even have to, uh, you know, actually give us cash. They can, they can just send us beer or liquor. I mean, neither one of us would object to that. Right, we'd spend the money on that anyway. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> In this case, we then can spend our money on miniatures again. And, right, you know, exactly. Not- and, you know, at that point, they're just helping us in their own way because now we no longer have to worry about beer money or booze money. Exactly. Just saying Monday Night Brewing, Reformation Brewery, Woodford Reserve, Baker's Mark. That list is getting longer and longer every episode. <laughs> every time it's, it seems like it's more alcohol. <laughs> it's gonna be like, you know what, AA, if you would like to sponsor Skirmish <laughs> A year from now, Alcoholics Anonymous, it's your friend. Oh man. Have to link that at the end of every episode. <laughs> and, uh, uh, no. but uh <laughs> so yeah um i don't think we've really discussed anything else as far as what we have planned for the new year i know that uh the the google hangouts roll 20 thing just recently popped up as something that we were looking to do i know we talk a lot about miniatures games but we're both rpg fanatics as well and you know both of us being people with families like getting out and leaving our families for chunks of time isn't always easy to do. So, you know, using roll 20 and using Google hangouts to record it all and do all that fancy good shit. Um, it just, it just makes it makes it easier for everybody to kind of watch and participate along with what we're doing on, on the podcast. So again, we're still working on the format for that. Um, I'm still, I'm still screwing around with Roll20. There is a lot to that program. If you guys haven't had a chance to check it out, um, you know, if you if you guys are like us, you've got families or you've got buddies that you used to roleplay with that moved away, um, I would definitely look at Roll20. Keep in mind, there is a lot of tools in there. It's 
pretty extensive toolbox. Um, I recommend the tutorial. I'm still going through it. <laughs> Holy crap, I, there's a lot. I, I haven't if, played if with it. Just some grid lines. Yeah, I haven't played with it in a, in a couple of years, but you know, I've I've heard it being used more and more by people. So I, I know a couple of my friends swear by it. And the nice part is, and you don't have to do it. They have a lot of free stuff, but they do have they do have extra like map packs and all that, so that you can you can make your uh, your game a little bit more immersive by uh, targeting it a little bit more. Right, you know, most of that stuff is like three bucks here, five bucks here. Uh, some of the bigger, more expansive packs with a lot. Of, it's a lot of the graphic heavy. You're starting to get into like ten, fifteen bucks for that pack, but you get a lot with it. Um, so it just kind of depends upon what you want for visual aids and what you expect out of uh, your Roll Twenty games and what, how much money you want to sink into it. Um, it is 100% free if you choose to keep going the free route. Um, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, but I've noticed, like with some of the stuff that you would pay for, for the, the paid for add-ons um, actually add quite a bit to the game. So there's a couple I'm even looking at picking up. I just as much as I'd like to say which ones at this time, um, I, I've, I've written down a list of like 20 that I'm looking at. I'm trying to pare it down to about three. <laughs> so. See, you know, Tim's good at that one. He, he can he can look at a list of 20 and, you know, cut it down to three. I look at a list of 20 and I'm just like, damn it, here's my money. Yeah, Nick is, uh, Nick is their prime audience on that kind of stuff. Of course, Nick's also the kind of guy where if he was playing Smite, he'd just drop 200 bucks on day one just for costumes. No. Actually, the only one I, I did something similar to that on was um, League of Legends, and that's because I thought you had to buy the game. And and it was totally free, but, you know, they, they kind of had redesigned their sites so like you went and bought the stuff, and, I, and then I found out it was free. I'm like, you bastards but this is a cool costume. No one else has this right now. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, I I looked for the sunny side on that, but no, I, you know, I, I don't always buy those things just to have those things. Nice. Yeah. I, uh, I've yet to spend money on smite and uh, I haven't played smite in a while. So I guess in a way I saved my money in time, but uh, there you go. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, going back to Roll20, I would, I would definitely recommend people looking at it, especially new RPGs or indie RPGs, and you just don't, you can't seem to find a local community that is willing to get together every week and travel to someone's house or to a game store or run it. It's the next best thing out there, outside of just like <laughs> doing it over Skype and taking photos. Right. I, um, I remember when I tried playing... Um riffs over over an email list that just sounds like a terrible idea oh man Uh, it was horrible because they had you had to email x amount of times per day but you had to wait for other people to email back and you know before you could you know do this and that i was just like oh my goodness you know i i was i mean you know I was really into riffs at that point in time, but I don't think I've played riffs since because that, that was painful. I, I got kicked out after like three weeks. <laughs> I, I just, 
they were like, all right, you're not posting enough. Leave. I'm like, that's because you post at like midnight. I'm in bed. <laughs> I've got to go to work in the morning. I don't know what you do. Ah, uh, yeah, the classics of play by email. Never again. But Never. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, what else do we got planned? What else we got planned? Videos, videos, more videos. Uh, I mean, you know, it's it's. I think really videos is the big thing we're adding. Uh, maybe we'll get you to record some more uh, Timmy Time episodes. Those I actually do have some plan coming up. I'm going to be partnering with some people uh, from my connections in the board gaming community to do a couple of like small shorts here and there. Um, I have another segment that I want to throw out there that I'm going to be starting uh, soon this next year. Um, I know I've mentioned it briefly in the past, obviously yes, I did the whole kickboxing MMA thing. I can't really translate that into podcast without just like talking kickboxing and MMA. However, I am also a trained chef. So I typically, when people come over for games, I, I, I like to do it up. Um, anybody who's come to my, my house for any type of a party knows that we don't just like put out chips and dip. Um, we, you know, between my wife and I, we go pretty all out and I've had a lot of people ask me for recipes on things like that, or like, you know, how to make their game nights a little bit more. Well, I guess if you want to call it classy, sure. Call it classy. But, uh, you know, so I kind of had this idea and, uh, Nick being a barbecue guy, of doing a segment called the taste buds where we do <laughs> recipes for board gaming and RPG and board gaming get togethers. Uh, that, that would actually be a lot of fun. And of course, just like normal, we're going to be assholes during the whole thing. So oh, we'll have it all printed out, like, you know, so in the description will be the actual recipe, but you know, we'll, we'll show us making it. We'll show us uh, doing all that kind of stuff. And then, uh, more than likely, that will be part of the YouTube series that we do, um, because it's really hard to translate like how to cook into a podcast. You know, yeah. not just like reading somebody's yes. book, and at that point, they're gonna be like, "Well, I'm just give me the fucking recipe and shut your mouth." Okay, fine. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> that'll be a segment for YouTube, but uh, I, I plan on kind of starting that up again. I did a couple test videos way back in the day when I was just doing YouTube, and uh, they they kind of came out somewhat entertaining, like. Uh, Wargamer Salsa. I did that one. And, uh, you know, the whole idea was like, here's how to make salsa in a blender. And then why is it Wargaming Salsa? Well, these cans you could turn into industrial silos. <laughs> and just, <laughs> like, just little shit like that. But, uh, you know, I've had some people comment saying, hey, I really like that salsa recipe. And, you know, so little stuff like that, you know, pimento cheese dips, things like that that are just outside of just slapping down like chips and store-bought salsa on the table, you know, like up your game a little bit on, on the hosting level too, you know, I'm not saying you got to use every single damn thing, but you know, if it's there and it's entertaining and it's something you guys like, we'll, we'll definitely keep it going. I don't know. It, you say not using every damn thing, but I'm pretty sure some of the things we'll talk about really will use every damn thing that some people have in their kitchens. Yes. Yes. I, <laughs> so I am not going to be going out of my way to include things like saffron and swallow's nest in the recipes. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, I mean, that that's just a little on the extreme side anyways. Exactly. I, I'm not doing that to people. You know, uh, <laughs> I'll make sure that it's spices that you could buy at any regular grocery store that will not cost you hundreds of dollars to make a side dish. So, um, yeah, there's that. And, of course... 
because we are gamers and we want sponsors of certain alcoholic beverages, I'll be cooking with a lot of those beverages too and putting them. <laughs> in there. So, um, so it's just turned from you know, uh, you know, food buds or whatever it was to. Um, Two drunk guys making something to eat. <laughs> the drunk and hungry. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. So you know, it, it's little stuff like that. Uh, it, it something I was just thinking about the other day, and uh, you know, the wife and I kind of kicked it around a little bit, and so it's something that you know we'll probably probably get going this next year. Um, not exactly sure when, but uh, yeah, that that's that's one of the other segments I was looking at doing is kind of like a side segment. You know, Nick, obviously you being the barbecue guy, I know you've got some barbecue wizardry you'd like to throw at people. And here's the other thing I want to throw out here with the whole taste buds thing as well. I do not want this to just be Nick and I talking. Yes, obviously when we do the videos, when we do the presentations, it will be us talking. We want other people to submit recipes. Um, I want other people to tell us, what do you do at the tables? What kind of things do you like to include? Are there certain things you want to see us make? Are there certain things that you've just had a bitch of a time figuring out how to make that we can help you make things a little bit easier? Um, again, we're not looking at giving you advanced culinary courses um, or anything like that, but we want this to be a little bit more interactive. We want, again, it's with stuff like this, it's about the community being involved. We want you to be involved. Comment. All right. So with all that said, and a very near and dear subject brought up, you know, to me, you know, that being food, there's there's one other segment that I've been, I've kind of been batting around in my head um, that I've kind of wanted to start, you know, talking about. Anyone that's... Uh, followed me on my own, you know, personal Facebook page and probably the WGC health and fitness page knows that I've been in uh, you know, weight loss mode for a little while now. And, and it's, it's not even been, you know, actual weight loss mode. You know, I'm not, I change things in my life and, you know, that's kind of, you know, where I, I want to, you know, talk about it in the in the segment and whatnot not just what i'm doing but what you can do and you know just add to that plethora of stuff because i like to play games and blah 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 you know i work a desk job so i sit on my ass a lot and then they like to add meetings so that even when i do try to get off my ass i go and sit on it some more to listen to someone babble about something well, and then we did tell them why they're wrong <laughs> um so you know that that's one of the other things i don't i don't know how how quite to uh you know or i don't know the title of it yet it may just be in the um in the weekend uh, game over segment that i already do i just occasionally throw a, an episode for this out or something like that um, like I said, I've, I've just kind of been batting it around. It may even work with the, you know, taste buds show and the fact that, you know, not only are we making things that are tasty, but, uh, you know, maybe even some of it, you know, here's healthy or, you know, a healthier option. I am not a uh, Splenda or fake sugar, or, you know, 
anything like that kind of person. You know, you won't see me use low fat. I'm, you know, I'm not a fan of it. Never have been. Um, but, you know, just, you know, things to make it better for you. And, uh, you know, just help you in life. And you may or may not like it. You may or may not go, hey, there's there's a lot of things getting thrown out. I, I can tell you that I have gone through, you know, 20 plus years of being the fat kid. And I was in the military and I was still the fat kid. And, you know, it's it's been a long battle. So it is one of those segments that, you know, I've been thinking about doing to, you know, talk about talk about those kinds of things. Because cool. you're not alone. Other fat people. Because I'm still a fat kid. <clears throat> but yeah, so, alright. Now that we've talked about, you know, shows and recording and um, all of that stuff. And I'm not even sure how we're doing on time. We had a nice big pause in there while I had to reboot my router. Or We still got about five minutes. Well, we still got about five minutes. Huh. All right. So <laughs> I, I was I was looking at this as a little bit as a, conc- you know, end of the year kind of conclusion episode. I know that the year's not quite over yet, but I um and I'm not giving Tim any time on this. When I thought about it earlier today, you know, I came up with a couple of things, but you know, I kind of wanted to you know run through, and we might actually do a real one later on. But you know, run through some of the uh, some of uh, you know highlights and boohoo's of the year that we can think of. You know, not a necessarily a top five or top ten list, but just you know the highlights to the year and the. Uh, the lows of the year. Nice. Now, since since I uh, haven't given Tim to, any time to think about this, I'll let him start. Fantastic. So highlights of the year. I would have to say starting the podcast. <laughs> yes, All right. I'm going that generic, motherfuckers. No, mm-hmm. but it, you, the big thing, the reason I say it is a highlight, and I mean this with all sincerity, is because of the fact that we started – this kind of on a whim and we've gotten a shitload of support from all of our listeners over the course of this year. And we're not even at a full year of us being recording yet. Um, and we get a ton of support. We got a lot of people that like what we do. We get a lot of people that have recommended people to us to talk to. Um, we've helped a lot of people with their projects, get out there and become far more known. And because that is, that is definitely uh, that, you know, a highlight to the year for me. Um, low light uh, would have to be hands down, not gaming related, losing my mother-in-law to her battle with lung cancer. So that right there, um, it, it, it's still something that, you know, the wife and I cope with pretty much on a daily basis. Um, it's tough sometimes. And uh, yeah, that, that's, that was the lowest part of this year on a personal level for me, um, you know, you, g- gaming aside that right there. I mean, it, it, it drained me for quite some time. Um, yeah, that one, that one's definitely been a, uh, a low point. Um, you know, if anyone hasn't, you know, heard it yet, you know, Tim, uh, the, what, I think it was the 
3rd of February or the 6th, maybe, you know, Tim, uh, Tim and I met for the first time, you know, we were like, Hey dude, you know, how's it going? Uh, and then that night we were on a, uh, on a hangout. We were just chilling. We were talking back and forth. I had said something about, you know, I was getting back into gaming, kind of wanted to do a podcast about, you know, gaming and whatnot. And Tim's like, I've been thinking the same thing, you know, da, 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 da. We kind of talked format and stuff like that. We, uh, we became friends on Facebook and then, um, you know, Monday morning rolls around and I had a, had a message pop up and he's like, Hey, so you want to, you want to co-host this podcast with me? And I'm like, um, yeah, sure. When do we record? Wednesday. (laughs) So, so, you know, that, that, um, you know, I would say that starting the podcast is, uh, is a mark in, you know, what I, um, what I consider so far to be, you know, a pretty awesome, uh, you know, friendship, uh, you know, I do have to put a lot of work into making Tim look good, but well, it's, yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's, it's so far been, you know, worth it. Um, and I, I would have to, you know, Tim has become a, you know, really good friend over the year and, and so has his wife and yes, the, the loss of, uh, his mother-in-law, um, it, it affected all of us. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I actually never even had a chance to meet her, but I, um, I definitely, I definitely felt it. And, you know, that's, I would say abnormal for me. I'm, I'm usually not that type of person. So, um, I definitely, uh, you know, understand how it was hard for you guys. So, uh, cheers on that. Um, and yeah, so now that we took it away from gaming related, we'll swing it back down back to gaming related because that was what I was originally intending. You said high low points of the year. I, I did, but I figured on a gaming related podcast we would, you know, keep it gaming related. But I totally understand. And the podcast is gaming related, so um Yeah, wow. You, I just feel like a jerk for trying to, you know, bring it back out of there. Thanks. Thanks okay. a whole lot. <laughs> uh, um, so the, the high point of the year that I was, I was thinking of, and it's not, you know, fully indie and all that, but it has a huge impact. It's one of the, you know, mainstays of, you know, gaming these days. And that's, that's uh, games workshop and, you know, Warhammer 40K especially, but Games Workshop as a whole. In in this last year, we've seen them go from a company that doesn't tell you when they're releasing stuff, and all of a sudden it's out on the market, you know, new books and validating armies. I mean, just all this stuff that, you know, wasn't foreshadowed to uh, to now. I mean, you know, you're getting painting tutorials for things coming up. You're getting sneak peeks. You're getting, I mean, just, they're responding on social media. They're, they're just out there. And, you know, as I said, it's not indie related, but as one of the mainstays, it's just, it's exciting to see, you know, they're, they're doing things that quite frankly are right. You know, it's, it's all of the right things. And I find that exciting 
because they seem to be listening and they seem to be pushing ahead, not just with their own agenda, but with what they think people, you know, want and need and in the games and more what people want from their games that, and then they're, they're coming out with all these box sets and, and the great thing with that is it's a huge value savings. And, you know, I was sitting there and I was looking at it because I forget, forget one of the box sets that they announced, but I mean, you know, it was, it's a ridiculously low price for everything that's in it. We're not sponsored by GW. I'm not just, you know, trying to, you know, rep them, but you know, it's, it's ridiculously low price. Oh, I think it was the new uh, space wolf. That was why it caught my eye. You know, it's like three, four hundred dollars worth of stuff, and it's like a hundred and seventy. And you know, I was sitting there, and I'm like, if they can afford to do this with with these things, you know, what if they just dropped all of their model prices to you know this level or a little bit above? You know, just wonder if that would you know really make them surge again because the one thing they've always done is have some of the best models. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I mean, it kind of goes back to the same thing I was saying before. You know, when we first started the podcast with Age of Sigmar, it's like, love it or hate it. You can't deny the models are beautiful. Yeah, exactly. You know, whether whether you like Space Marines or think they're too cartoony, the rest of the stuff, just, just I mean, you know, just the detail work in it. You know, you, it, it's, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Um, now... I I couldn't necessarily think in the gaming industry a um, a low. It's it's been a pretty awesome year. There's been a lot of stuff coming out. Um, I mean, I know that there's been a few bummers here and there, but uh, I couldn't think of any you know really big you know I can't believe this company did this or that. Um, so you got one, Tim? I do, actually. Um, oh, it's going to sound like a shitty rant. I don't really care at this point. But, uh, you know, it's, <laughs> my, my high point as far as the gaming this year, again, for me, it's a little bit it's a little bit more personal, a little bit more biased with the fact that I'm finally moving forward with the Morpheus engine. Like, I've been kind of sitting on my laurels with it a little bit as I've been working on stuff in the background. But now that I've finally got traction, and I am now not – just somebody talking to people about indie games but developing my own and excited about my own product like i'm sorry but yeah for me the high point is more of the ascension i know that sounds extremely conceited but you know i'm, I'm I, I i've been busting my ass at this i'm proud of what i've done <laughs> hell yeah that's that, that was part of why i thought it was great to have you and benson on last week you know because you know you, you both are, you know, excited about your games and, you know, just the, just the feedback that you've gotten so far that we've seen, you know, it's just, it's, it's yeah. exciting. And I haven't even had anything to do with Morpheus Engine other than like every post you've put out. Right. Well, at least you're bumping it to the top, which is important too. So, you know, important. keep that in mind. But uh, <laughs> low, low points would have to be, it's not miniatures related, but... My, I've always had a very polarizing opinion about the the Cards Against Humanity guys. Okay. Um, you know, they kind of started off with these indie hipsters that, you know, created a game that's basically apples to apples for terrible people. 
um, as a game, it's not even really a game. Um, it's just you're it just you finding ridiculous ways to play these cards with offensive sayings and whatnot. <laughs> and you know, you know, obviously, I've had my own thoughts about social justice warriors and all that, and I've made little comments here and there. I've never really gone into it in detail, but you know, the, the fact that these guys are coming up with a game that everybody complains about as far as the society goes, but it's the best-selling game. And it's bought by the same people that complain about this same shit. And it's just like, wow, okay, cool. Well, I, I can't really be successful, but then what they've been doing is they run these Kickstarters. So they're a company that makes a, a, like a, a metric assload of money a year um, in the millions for selling black and white cards with nothing but print on them in the millions, right? And this last year they did a Kickstarter for bullshit. Literally, it was for bullshit. And then they were they said that uh and again, I I I'm going off the top of my head here. I don't have 100% of all of the facts of everything that happened. I can't quote numbers. I could do that later on if people really want to know more about it, but um it's all out there that you know, part of what they were doing is the the money they were making off of boxing literally chips of bullshit, dried bullshit and sending it to people was to go to a charity. They did an ass load of money. It was like, I want to say it was a hundred thousand. So it was floating around there, like plus or minus 20,000. It might be a little bit more than that, but I, I know there was a substantial amount of money that they were supposed to be doing the charity. They decided to keep it or at least a good chunk of it. They're like, no, we're just going to keep it this year. They're doing a Kickstarter for digging a hole. So you throw a one to five bucks at them for digging a hole and uh, they're, they're up there quite a bit already as far as uh, what they're doing for um, or what they've funded as. And, you know, a lot of people look at it as, oh, well, you know, we're giving them money because funny, haha. These people are literally just digging a hole and taking your money. Yes. But, and I'm just like, what the fuck? Uh, so... I, I'm not sure the um, the other one you were talking about that was supposed to go to a charity and didn't. Um, I've actually well, it's not that it didn't go at all. They just decided they were going to keep a portion of the funds. Right. So, so I don't I don't know how that one worked out or not. I know I know in the experiences I have. So one of the things, yes, the game is you know kind of the be uh, offensive as you can with the cards and all that. I love it because I think in a lot of ways it starts making light of of differences, you know, and it, it makes them less taboo is is more the the phrasing be that I'm looking for. Just in the fact that there's nothing sacred. You know, they, they make cards and you know they you know, all of that and nothing, there's no sacred cow. So, you know, that's where I have always found the value in, in Cards Against Humanity is that, you know, with there being nothing sacred, there's, if you get offended, that's just because you just don't like to, you know, laugh. Because I don't know very many people who don't laugh or snicker at something that, you know, is wrong but is funny. You know, that, yep, I shouldn't laugh at this, but I am. 
Now, I know, I don't know, a couple years ago, three, they did a, you know, Black Friday sale. You know, they had one right out there. It was pay a dollar and get nothing. And they, I, I don't know, I forget how much. They made a shitload off of that. And they gave everyone nothing. You know, they lived right up to what they promised. Nothing. But then they posted, you know, this is how much money we made. And they broke it down by each employee. So these people got X amount. This is what they did with it. You know, this is what they bought for themselves. And then they put this much in a charity. And I'm pretty sure there was an expectation that each employee had to pick a charity and X amount or X percentage of whatever they got went to that charity. I don't know for certain, you know, how that all broke out or I don't remember it, you know, so I, you know, I can totally get behind them because they, they've always, they've always done something, you know, goofy and odd. And yes, you've got the, the people out there that are backing them because it is just kind of weird or, you know, whatever. And I don't know, you know, it's, it's better than, you know, some things where, you know, people make promises and don't live up to them. You know, or, you know, they, they have to, you know, come back and say, you know, oh, hey, you know, this or that. You know, it's, uh, I don't know. You know, that that's at least how I've always perceived them. Yeah, it's, uh, well, the thing of it is, is that, you know, again, a, a lot of what the company has put forward has, you know, been like, oh, we donate all this stuff to charity, and then they turn around and do stuff like this, and I'm like, you're not, you're not helping anybody. And then they you know, have like, that booster pack. I forget what it was, or how much it was. It was like five bucks or something like that, but it had a dollar. Uh, yeah. You know, so it came with X amount of cards and a dollar, and each one of them had a dollar in it. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I, you know, I, I guess I haven't looked too deep into, into them, you know, overall, but you know, as far as I have, I've, you know, kind of like their business model, you know, they, they don't over promise. They just promise to dig a hole. At least it's not potato salad. Anyone remember that? Oh yeah, of course. But you know, he gave out t-shirts and everything else. Well, after you make $50,000, after you make $50,000 to make potato salad. Oh, I'd be making a recipe. Like, I would be making an award winning recipe for 50 grand. This is what happened. This is going to be the best potato salad you've ever had in your entire life. At 50 grand, it better. I'd be like calling up, you know, any, you know, top chefs and being like, I need your potato salad recipe. You know what? It's going to be a great, I'll send you a grand. And I'd just be sitting there trying them until I, you know, all right, this is what these people think are the best. This is what these people, here's how to really make it the best. Something. Yeah. But. So that's my whole thing. And, you know, I know that the Cards Against Humanity people have gotten quite a bit of criticism for digging this hole. So, you know, it, it's just, it's something to me, 
you know, regardless of regardless of how you look at it, it's like when you you tell people that a lot of this is what you're doing is for charity at first, and like the first few years you do do it for a charity. You know, like one of the things that they did at one point, um, actually I think it was 2015, they actually gave the the workers at its printing factory in China a week's paid vacation. Cool. Um, but you know, at the same time, they turn around and uh, yeah, so it actually t- turned out that they sold nothing for five bucks and they made over $70,000 just for their employees to go out and spend. So I was just like, oh, that's awesome. Fantastic, guys. Yeah. You know, and I, I know that but... amongst a lot of the people in the gaming industry, um, it, it, they it kind of let the, a pretty bad taste in people's mouths about what they've been doing with the money and everything else. So, I mean, yeah, but is that, kind is, of a that, is that really a, you know, a bad taste in, you know, what they've been doing with the money or, you know, what they've been putting out, or is that just being envious of the fact that they have such a widespread appeal that, you know, people are willing to back them to just dig a hole or give them five bucks for nothing or, you know, any any one of those other things that you know they've they've done they they've that they've put out there and that yes some of that money goes to a charity and all that you know that's sure the money goes to charity that's one thing but you know right now like with this dig a hole thing they're just digging a hole yeah that one's that one's odd I don't know I haven't seen that one yet like I said I you know. Somehow, in all my uh, Kickstarter surfing, I have not come across Cards Against Humanity digging a hole. Yeah, I don't know if it was... So, now looking at it, I don't think it was run on Kickstarter. I think it was just done on their website, where you just oh. okay. sell to them, or they just give them money directly. So, again, and if anybody out there has any more information on it, you know, I, I could be wrong on this. Um, I am in no way going to sit here and say that, like, I am the be-all and end-all of this news. Um, so, you know... Take what I say with a grain of salt. Just from everything that I've heard so far, this just seems like kind of a shitty way to just take people's money and not do anything with it. So, you know, I might be wrong, and I hope I'm proven wrong. I, I really do. But, uh, you know, that's kind of my gaming low point for the year. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's what happens when we put you on the spot. You, you know. <laughs> no. I throw some shit at you. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, in that note, I guess that we have now run over time talking about a hole. So, yeah, there's about that. So, oh, yeah, other exciting news um, very, very soon. Star Wars Rogue One's going to be coming out. I will be going to see it. Hell, yes. So, uh, yeah, I definitely can't wait on that one. You know, I'm sure that I'm waiting on a bunch of people out there to talk about the fact, of, oh, look, another female main character, another Mary Sue in a movie. Fuck off, it's Star Wars. We want to see, like, over-the-top action heroes that can basically do no wrong. <laughs> it's Star Wars. They have magic space wizards. Um, like, what do you so, expect here, people? So, actually, a, a very uh, rare thing for me in, um, in the reading world, um, even though I read a whole lot, I don't usually read books from a movie series or anything like that. So, you know, I don't read any Star Trek novels or um Star Wars novels even though I'm a big fan of you know the movies and shows and all that but uh I did pick up on uh, Audible the other day uh Catalyst which is the 
prequel to this prequel to episode four. <laughs> um, and so it, uh, I like it. It, um, it talks about, you know, uh, leading up to, it actually starts at the end of the clone wars or, you know, as the clone wars are ending and the rise of the empire and even the rise of um, the Death Star. And it, it focuses on the main character for Rogue One. It, it focuses on her dad and, you know, how he got involved in the Death Star project. And, and so, you know, it's, it's actually been a, a pretty good listen. I started listening to it while I was on the road down to Florida and back on uh, over this past weekend, and then you know, every day driving to work, I've been listening to it. So, almost done with it, and you know, it'll be I'll almost get done with it in time to uh, you know go and sit down and watch the movies, which I am going to go see in IMAX 3D on Sunday at AMC because they have special posters they're giving out. Oh, son of a bitch! I might do mine at Movie Tavern just so I can eat delicious dinner while I'm watching it. I will not put that uh, uh, you know as not an option, but um, I, I do. I'm going to go see it in IMAX 3D. Um, and actually, the the hard part is is that uh, they have they have three different posters that they're giving out three successive we you know Sundays that it's that it's there. And I stumbled on this little tidbit when I watched uh, Civil War. You know, we came out of that and they started handing us posters, and I'm like, what is this? what is this magic? And then I went and looked and they had three or they had a total of three in the series. And I'm like, Oh my God. Um, I didn't end up going and watching civil war three times. I did buy the rest of the set off of people on eBay, but um, I figure, you know, this one, I'll at least go get the first one off of there because the last sets of exclusive posters were pretty damn cool. So nice, nice. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode. We've already ran a little bit over, and, you know, we've talked about quite a bit of stuff. Like we normally yeah. do in South Panthers. We never really actually know what the hell we're going to talk about until about 15 minutes prior. If so, that. Yeah, that's kind of normal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, that's it. so, yeah, that's uh, kind of the nature of that beast. But, uh, Nick, is there anything else you want to throw in there before we head on out? Um, you already bitched about everyone about, you know, going out there and giving us reviews and feedback. I mean, you know, even if your feedback is fuck you, you know, at least we know you love us enough to have listened this far, so. And you also took the effort to type out fuck you. Ah, yeah, there you go. Um, but no, you know, other than that, it's, you know, for the first, uh, you know, really, uh, uh, 10 months in, it's, uh, it's been pretty epic. It's been fun. We've met a lot of awesome people played a you know lot of fun games and we're hoping to bring that all to you in the new year definitely definitely well that's gonna wrap it up for this episode of skirmish supremacy again everybody thanks for listening and uh we will see you this next week bye thanks for listening to another episode of skirmish supremacy to see more of the antics that nick and i do you can check us out on facebook at skirmish supremacy we also have Twitter, which we can be reached at Skirmish Supreme, because apparently Skirmish Supremacy does not fit in Twitter. And if you want to email us directly, you can reach us at tim at skirmishsupremacy.com 
or nick at skirmishsupremacy.com. Thanks for listening.